start recording. Now this is a podcast. Is it really? I don't believe it. Unfortunately, it is. Uh, a, a podcast about a, sh- a show that nobody talks about at all because nobody cares. I thought this was going to be what people think of the new Dune movie. Yeah. But no, nobody gives a shit about this show. Nobody cares about Dune either. And now we're realizing why. Because yeah, Dune will never come sucks. out, and this sucks. Dune will probably be pretty decent, but it's just no one cares. This is just boring, and it just I don't care. The the cast, whoever's a casting director in this, of this show, should be shot in the head. Welcome Terrible. to LIW The Stand Review, Episode 8. We watched not real, The Stand not really Shooter in the Head. The Stand 2020 Shooter in the Head. Part 4, <laughs> The House of the Shoot in the Head. Oh, sorry, House of the Dead. Not the video game or the Uwe Boll movie, Ooh. but yeah. Okay. Remember how excited I was to watch more episodes? I'm like, all right, we're going to watch two. We're going to get this done. And then halfway through the second one, I was like, fuck this. And we haven't done a review in like two weeks because fuck <laughs> this. Yeah. It's so boring. Uh, it's a slog. It's how, a slog. How do they take this material and make it this boring? I don't know. How, it's like a scientific feat. Eh. Do you notice if are, are they not going back and forth anymore on the timeline? Now it's pretty much straightforward. They do. do they not as much. Do, not yeah, as much. Not as much, but yeah. Yeah. It, oh no, because yeah, in this one you see how they got the girl that go from the from the trucker, that ugly guy. The guy that looks like Stephen King. <laughs> the guy that looks like he could be Stephen King in a bad movie. Yeah. That awful trucker, trucker. It's the one. You snowflake, <laughs> snowflake. It's the one oh. scene in this movie that was had some sort of tension, tension and excitement. Yeah, yeah but it just and it went nowhere. It's funny because it's the only scene in this that they didn't do in the '94 version. Yeah, maybe that's why I had tension because I, I was like, "What's gonna happen?" <laughs> I didn't know this about this part. Uh, but yeah. I think in, in the book. It's a much bigger hero. It's like it's like a building. It's like a place. It's yeah. not like a trucker's a trucker doing this. It's like a big organized group of people doing it, and they free him, or maybe they don't. I, I didn't read too much into it, so I don't know from the book if it's different. I'm sure it is, and this is just for like logistical purposes, and you know, probably, like, they're driving, yeah, cheaper. They meet him. Uh, come on, snowflake. I'm gonna. I'll get you, Snowflake. And I was like, oh, God, don't say Snowflake. I like that his fuck shack is on the road. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's yeah. literally in the middle of the road. Come on, man. My fuck shack. <laughs> yeah. But this is this is where we get the full circle of Walking Dead, because this feels like it's doing the Walking Dead. Yes. It's weird. This, uh, is, a, this is an unused script page from Norman Reedus' living room. <laughs> That somebody just picked up and said, I got this for the stand. I'm going to put it in the stand. So when he slid it in there. Slid it in there. I don't want to do it they'll in The Walking never, Dead. They'll never know. <laughs> I'm, Norman, I'm a monster now. He talks like Frankenstein's monster in, in The Walking Dead now. Oh, really? Norman Reedus does? I'm like, what's wrong with him? No, thank you. I'm, and you hear I'm interviews, no. and he's like, yeah, I, th- this scene was a lot of fun to do. And then you see him on camera. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Is it because he's got like he got throat cancer, maybe, and that's what they're playing off of? No, that's what I said. Tur- in the interviews, he's to Val Kilmer. The interviews, he's fine. No, but on the show, his character. Oh, his character has, has to- throat cancer. Maybe. Wouldn't that be funny if that's how he died? <laughs> uh, I hope that when they I'm bring sorry, back, Rick. This is the last thing I'll say about The Walking Dead before we move on. Thank you. I hope they do the James my my James Bond wish 
I want either do this with Rick at the end of The Walking Dead when you end the bring him back and end it this way. He's just covered in blood after slaughtering a hundred men, and he's like goes in the shower and he washes off and he contemplates his life and you see a bunch of flashbacks and he's like, oh. All right, got to get back to it. And slips and, and hits his head and, and dies. <laughs> that's all I want out of James Bond, and that's all I want out of Rick. <laughs> That'd be amazing. He dies like a bitch. Maybe that'll be in the in the Kirk, uh, Robert Kirkman comic. That'll be yeah. the last panel. You really got to <laughs> dr- draw it out, though. Like, get yeah. you thinking of a bunch of other shit. And, <laughs> That'd be amazing. Hits his head Who would like have the, the balls to do that? <laughs> I would. That would. Yeah. The show should win all of the awards if it ends that way. Just a whole fucking like automotive maker of the year award I'm like oh walking dead <laughs> everything the telephone show telephone of the year award <laughs> yeah the, the the golden popcorn from kiss of the oh, year MTV. from mtv Media. yeah all right um he, ki- he kisses the corner of that marble table <laughs> beautifully <laughs> all right so uh it begins with the montage during a johnny cash song um, yeah, they really spent a lot of money on music for this show. Oh yeah, I have some notes on the next fucking episode. Oh yeah, about the music. But uh, Larry mm. grabs a bottle of pills and dumps them down the drain. I don't know why he had them for this long. Then we see the town hall meeting, and in this version of the 2020 version, this town hall meeting, everyone is super fucking angry, like a mob. Yeah, he's like, "What are you gonna do about the power, motherfucker?" Like two seconds yeah. in the meeting. He's like, oh. it, it was. I was kind of in and out because I was doing other things when I was on when I was on TV. That's how you should watch this. Because I, I was watching it, but I'm just like, yeah, I know, I know what's happening because I saw the show. They're they're getting the power, but they haven't got the power yet. Then they have the, the meeting, and I guess they take it upon themselves to just say, yeah, it's us five. Deal with it. No, uh, they do the same thing. They do the vote. Yeah, right? everyone's getting super pissy, and then uh, Stu's just. Uh, like he sucks. Gary Sinise kills in this part, and then Stu in this scene is like, uh, "I'm like, oh, this is not working." He's and then they do, they do the before. I'm calling it the before timeline. Yeah. Um, the group is deciding in a little room who's going to be the one to talk. They decide Stu's going to because of the accent, and that's all. And that's the only reason they chose him. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and then we see um, cut back to now in the meeting, and Harold says. I vote we accept the slate of ad hoc committee members in, in toto. He's like, everyone agree? And then, yay. And I was like, what the fuck? I had to backtrack to that sentence again. Holy shit. What a weird way to say that. Like, I knew what he meant, in but I was like, toto. Ad hoc committee members in toto. Yeah, that's right, in toto. I don't know. I love the band Toto. Like Dorothy's they get the dog. Dude soundtrack. They get the dude soundtrack. Great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then yeah, they so now that all of them are leading the, the community now. So they did the same thing. They just did it really weird. Well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then Nadine shows up at Harold's house. And you know how we joked yeah. her on the last episode? The the ninety four version just felt like she blew him. That's as far it feels like that's where it went. This feels like she just did like anal with him all night. And well, just no, like he, he he blows his load early. And she's like, it's okay. And she's like, yeah, looking all Amber Heard-ish. But then they, she, it's just like, uh They spend a lot of time together. And the way she talks about him later to like flag and, and to him, it sounds like uh, he threw it in the back door a few times and then like did some really nasty shit. Like went, went from there to back into her mouth. Like it, they did some weird shit. Maybe she, maybe uh, anything but the front. Maybe she snowballed him. 
I don't know. Probably. I would doubt Horrible it. things happen in... in oh, such weird dialogue. I did save a clip from this, but... Oh, good. Yeah, I only got one clip He's from this. He's got a It's not as good as that, but it is pretty funny. No. Um, we show a flashback, because they're talking about Franny. They show two months ago, and then Franny's sleeping, and she wakes up, and Harold's just staring at her. Yeah. His creepy Again, little smile. Yeah. And he starts to, like, flirt with her. Like, if you know anything about women, they really want you to confess your true feelings at 3 in the morning when they just woke up. And this is when they're on the road, right? Yeah, they're on the road. Yeah. And she's and this like... This is a campfire <clears throat> scene. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to fuck you. Like, no, yeah. no, Harold, no. Never, she's ever, so, no. Her character is such a bitch. Yeah. Like, so mean. Where it's like... Can't you just give him a break? Like, now nah, I'm not saying fuck him, right? Yeah. I'm just saying be gentle with the guy. Don't be like that. Never happened. You're fucking crazy. You're always fucking crazy. You're probably gonna kill us all with a bomb because you're so fucking crazy. You fucking like lunatic. She, and then, because and and I think it's either this one or the next episode where she knows right away Harold's up to something. Yeah, it's the next episode. He's fucking nuts. He's gonna he's gonna kill no, somebody. No. I know it. Is it this one? I don't remember. Here's the sad thing. I can't. I yeah. just rewatched these and made notes. I don't yeah. know the difference between these two because it's one no, long, yeah. boring slog. And they're very different episodes, too. That's the fucked up thing. That's the thing that's like really sad because there's no style to it. Um, and we'll talk about Flag. I, I've been talking to myself about Flag for the last two days. <laughs> just how angry yeah. I am. I'm just so fucking, so bored. So fucking boring with yeah. that white bread shit. He's fucking white bread. He sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him we'll the next episode. Yeah, yeah. He's in the next one, but yeah, yeah. The the truck driver. Uh, okay, so Franny and Harold are, are driving down the road, or walking down the road, or something down the road, and then they see a truck and it's parked yeah. across the road, and the guy looks is like, yeah, like he's he's pretending to be dead. He jumps out at them, and he they, he uh, ties up uh, Franny. And then he like sissy kicks the shit out of Harold and calls him a calls him a snowflake, snowflake. and a pussy. And... Ugh, I get so sick of that. I'm just like, don't, yeah, don't use mo- like common vernacular. Don't use the the vernacular of the day for your bully character. It's like, don't do that. That'll destroy. That ruins anything because you contemporize it and it doesn't work. Yep, I hate that shit. I just oh, yeah. don't like it. It's yeah. just like this. It ruins snowflake it. is. It's such an obvious call to what this guy's supposed to represent. Yeah. You're like, dude, yeah, yeah, the big Trump guy. I get it. He's a Trump guy. Okay. I get it. He's a Trump guy. It's just like, okay. And he's a rapist. And I was like, okay, whatever. Should we call him the Trump driver then? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'm a Trumper, Snowflake. I'm going to fuck these girls in front of your face, Snowflake. I drive an 18-wheel big Trump. (laughs) Big Trump. I'm a big Trump. All right, so. I'm a big Trump. 2025, big Trump. I wrote down he removes Harold's balls. He does that verbally, yes, he and does. Just, he slaps him and kicks him a little bit, and he's like, what are you going to do? Eh, nothing. I can, I can turn my back to you and fuck these women. You're going to do anything. Yeah. And then he, he opens up his it. doors, and he brings out a couple, two women who he has chained up in there. Again, his roadside, road, middle-of-the-road sex dungeon, and lets them out, and they sit, they're sitting there with Franny, and all of a sudden, Stu and uh, Glenn are pulling up in a truck. And they go, <laughs> I don't know why they swerved. Like, they're about to hit something. <laughs> Glenn or Glenda show up. <laughs> yeah. They're 80 yards down the road, and they swerve like they're going to hit him. But it's... Why not? I, mean, I think he shoots at him. Yeah, he shot him after that. They shoot him after? I, I thought he shot him, and then they swerve. No, they swerve, and then, and then... 
Maybe it's just the way I was fast forwarding it and missed. But, okay, but yeah, anyway, one. he starts shooting at them. And then um, Dana starts to freak out, and then she gets loose, and the other girl goes and grabs a, a weapon. And yep. then the guy, who hit him? Who tackled him? Was it Franny? It's well, it's Franny tackles him, and he hits her. And then the girl that ends up being the spy has a pipe, but she just... Bat- well, first he shoots the other girl. And shoots the other girl right in the her head. Away, Perfect shot. Dead. Yeah, he's good. He's one vag he down. Tr- he trumped her up. At, at, um, at best, he's got just a swap of vages here. So yeah. Yeah. He, he's already angry. <laughs> oh, that doesn't mean anything. Just because you got a bullet in the head don't mean shit to this guy. He does in a couple weeks. Well, that's why you get rid of it. You get another one. I, I see his play. I know what he's doing. <laughs> I understand. Uh, if this was my, if this was the world, this would be me. I get it. I get it. I understand where he's coming from. Um, he should just be in Vegas, though. Like, why is he there? Like, wouldn't he be the first person to be in Vegas? This a, a person like this didn't wait for the apocalypse to do this. This man was doing. He was the he's guy been that, doing it for a while. This yeah. is the guy from the room, and he got out of prison and and went here. Like, this is that guy's life. He's probably in the cell next to Lloyd and got out. They never caught me to begin with. <laughs> yeah, this this thing. guy's into this shit. Snowflake. Let's change the background to this guy. There you he, go. He's much more pleasant to look at. Who's that? It's Tom <laughs> Cullen. Oh, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the rapist. No, it's Tom Cullen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, he's got that stupid hat on. Yeah, but Dana beats the shit out of him. Yeah, it was a cool, it was a cool shot from like down below. She looked cool there. Yeah, I like Dana. No, I like the actress that plays yeah. Dana a lot. I think she's one of the better characters. Yes. I like her. Was she the same girl from Rambo? No. I don't know because I was looking. She looks familiar. I got to look her up. What else was she was in? Oh, I can do it right now. Because I was like, is that her? Natalie Martinez. Is that what, Natalie Martinez? Oh, she was in Death Race. That was and a long time ago. She's in an episode of American Dad. But she's also in a... Oh, she's in a small town. Twilight's an episode. No, that's a a good episode. Oh. She's in The Fugitive. She's in From Dust Till Dawn, the series. Oh. (laughs) Broken City. The Fugitive? What Fugitive? The show. They made a show? Yeah. uh, They they remade... It was like... It lasted um, like a summer, and that was it. What year was that? Oh, she was in Under the Dome, too. Oh, God, no wonder she's in this. She's going to do every single Stephen King miniseries now. She's in Selfless, the unbeknownst to me remake of, of one of my favorite movies, Seconds, by John Frankenheimer. Oh, is it really? Uh, it's, it's not good. Ooh. I don't see oh, that show you're talking about. The Fugitive, it is. Her, it's basically her, her last dip gig. Yeah. The Fugitive, 2020 to 2020. Oh, there it is. 14 episodes. I saw this yes. poster before, but I didn't realize it was a TV show. Holy shit. Yeah. All well, right, I, anyway. I don't think the show's on <clears throat> anymore. It's done. Yeah, but I like her a lot. She's good. She's good. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, I like her. She She's someone I was very excited to watch, and then they could not wait to get rid of her. I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, well, yeah, but that's her, what her character is for, really. I mean, she's yeah. not really going to do much else. Yeah. But cast this woman for Franny instead, maybe? Oh, absolutely, yeah, because Franny sucks. Um, yeah. Um, so back at back at Boulder, everyone's getting these uh, skiing patrol jackets to for night watch, and they're supposed to go around and turn off all the lights that are on. 
And then Harold looks in his pocket and he finds one of the ski things and it has, it talks about dynamite, how they clear paths and stuff to, yeah. to get rid of avalanches that way. And he gets an idea because he's been having the dreams. Idea. Got to, got an idea. Back in the d- deciding room, wherever the fuck that is, uh, the group, group decides to send out spies. Um, they're electing people. They decide Dana, uh, Judge Ferris, and Tom Cullen. And Judge Ferris is a woman. She's an elderly woman. And she doesn't even make it. <laughs> she's white. Oh, that's right, because she's dead. I forgot about that. Because in the show, it's, it's, it's Ozzie Davis. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that's why she didn't make it. They just kill her. But we don't know that yet. Maybe that's another episode. I don't it could be in the next episode, yeah. we don't. It ha- or they just don't. Maybe they won't even bring it up. Sad thing is you said that. And I went, Did I miss the scene where they killed her? Because I didn't see that. I know. No, yeah. no, it didn't happen because no. it hasn't happened yet. We got, what, how many more episodes of this shit to go through? Four. Four? Four. The total of the first run episodes. Yeah. We still have that left. And we're already at the point where they're sending out spies, which is the end of the third chapter. <laughs> which Basically, <clears throat> this next episode is probably going to be Nick dies, which can't wait. Can't we see a blow up? Then they're going to be like, you got to send Nick... And 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 Sam, everyone else is gonna go to flag, but one of you's not gonna make it. And you have to walk there because God's an asshole. <laughs> You're gonna walk it. Put on these tack shoes. Cause you made you made the dummy retard ride his bike to Vegas. I picture her making shoes with like nails going through them. Like God says you gotta wear them and they leave the room. She's like, What the fuck they put them ah, on? Ah, They're still ah, wearing them. Ah, Out the window and then uh what's her name is sitting there. Ah, she's laughing the whole time. Ray is with her just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ray's gotta go though, because she's No, so, she does go, yeah. No, the girl Ray. Yeah. She's she's gotta be one of the one of the people that go because she's replacing that dude, the trucker dude. Yeah, because that was Ray. Yeah. So I think that's she's the same female character. now. Yeah, she's female yeah. now. Yeah, they just they just sex swept it. Which could you tell the difference? Because I couldn't. Ray, <laughs> she doesn't look like Chris Penn, unfortunately. <laughs> no, she um, does not. She looks like she's healthy. Kind of. Yeah. I think she smokes. She looks like she's a big smoker. I don't know. She's I... Asian, so she smokes. <laughs> okay. They all smoke. I don't think China and Japan smoke too much. It's mostly like Vietnamese and. No, they smoke. <laughs> Japan, they fucking still smoke. Trust me, I was there. They smoke. Okay. I'll trust Chinese <laughs> smoke. They love it. That's why no one gives a shit. If you don't, if not cigarette ones bought in America, do you think they give a shit? They can go make $20 billion in China because everybody smokes. Like they're trained to smoke over there. They have babies that'll smoke over there. They have, they have, I saw it. It was on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Big fat baby. Yeah. And he's dressed like a fucking pimp. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> that kid's a baller. Oh, my God. That was great. He's dead now, but that's besides the point. He still smoked. The 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 Dana scene where she's sitting there going, let me get this right. As, yeah. sec- as soon as she said that, I go, she's going to be on board. She's going to yeah. do a long speech. She's gonna, and the, I just had to sit there and wait. I'll do it. I have to go there where everyone knows I'm on and then I'm going to find the devil and I'm going to have to fuck someone and six, screw this dude and, 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 and kill some people, possibly get killed, and then come all the way back. I'm in. And it felt like a heist the, movie. Like, well, I wish she would have had the knife like she did in the miniseries, but she doesn't. She Oh, she has scissors. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And she did, did she pack them or was, it, was that just <clears throat> in the room? Yeah, uh, it was in the room. 
it's in the room. Yeah, that's what she does in the original. She goes into the bathroom and finds. She has a knife. She puts a knife in. Like she's ready. Yeah, she's fucking. She she puts it in the plant and then Lloyd's bathroom in there. Yeah. So that that uh, whatever her name is is way better than this one. Yeah, but this one I like the original Dana. Problem is, there's no introduction to her other than there's there's Dana. Here she is. Here's Dana, and I'm like, who the fuck is Dana? And she's dead. That's it. (laughs) She's gone. And this one, they set, they set her up well, and they're like, oh, no, she's dead. But, hey, way, flag interaction with her was so much better in the original. We'll get to that. I what have no fucking letdown. Oh, it's so terrible. <clears throat> okay. It's so pointless. They sent out the spies. Uh, Glenn recommends that they have Tom Cullen go, and then because he, he, you know, he won't be able to read his mind and all that. And I love the fact that when they, they nominate Judge Ferris, Larry goes, and hate to be sound morbid, but we're not sending out someone that has 50 good years ahead of her. So, <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that's a good point. Come on. You're, you're, this house is pretty nice. I'm, I'm sick of seeing you in it. <laughs> I want your house, basically. You're going to go die in Vegas. I wish I'll they had that plot where he's like, who has a really good house here? Judge oh, Ferris oh, is doing shit. pretty well. She works at the post office, apparently. Where the fuck? She went to her job, and she looks like she's working at the post office. They're like yeah. the uh, office at an elementary school or something. I don't know where the hell they were. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the same set where Tom Cullen goes for work in Vegas. It looked like the same place. Probably was. I'm sure they yeah. saved money. All My right. name is Tom Cullen. I am a mentally challenged adult. Well, here's your chance to talk about him more, because then we should see the flashback of Tom and Nick at the department store. Um, like a Costco meets a fishing store, and then it looks like a Costco meets a library because it's, it's like a library. It's massive. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird. I don't know what the hell it is. It was like the. It looked like IKEA, like the the room where they have all the shelves in the background. You see all their their supplies. Yeah. But do you want to talk about that scene where they meet Julie Laurie? Yeah, Julie Laurie in this in this show is so over the top. Not as good as. Uh, What's her name? Um, Shawnee Smith. Not even close. You miss Shawnee Smith watching this. And I'm not saying she's doing a bad job. Because her, her choice. He's got a <laughs> Not as good as that. And that's saying something. But Shawnee Smith is so much better. But again. It's a bomb. <laughs> I just want to play her a bunch. Oh, that's so good. All right, let me share the screen so we can watch it together. It was cup airing out. That's why I had to play it so many times. Wouldn't load. It's a bomb. He's got a bomb. <laughs> yeah, 1994, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, 94. Oh, that's classic. You that's sw- beautiful. That's gold right there. Sweet asshole. Three great things happened in 1994. Shawshank. Shawshank. Pulp Fiction. That scene. Those. Are the <laughs> that's three. it. That's it. Nothing else good came out of that fucking year. No. I tell my girlfriend all the time, because we have this stuff, it's like lean powder. It's a powder you put on like mangoes and stuff. And every time I get it out, I'm like, oh, the only good thing Hawaii ever produced. <laughs> she's like, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Spam. Did they produce Spam, or are they just a fan of it? I think they have to produce it. I'm sure they do, but did they invent, like, did it come out of there? I, it might have. I don't know. They embrace it in their culture, though, because it's culturally, that's what they eat. It's like they're, that's, you know, that's you, it. You like, know what I had when I was there? Spam from McDonald's. That was, you can get rice and spam at McDonald's there. There's also something called Sprunch. 
you can get Sprunch or something. I think that's what it's called. And it was like Sprite and uh, Fruit Punch combined. Oh, okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, she ordered that. And I'm like, or her, her, her sister did. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't say anything. I'm like, because I always, I always embrace the weird. And like, you want some Sprunch? I was like, let's see where this goes. Because while we're there, we were chopping up uh, um, centipedes with, with machete. We're cutting off branches off a mango tree. We're a bunch of weird shit, like tons of weird shit. I'm like, yes, bring on the weird. This is yeah, awesome. That's, pretty, that's good, yeah. <laughs> a ton of weird shit, but yeah, the sprunch. I was like, where's this going? Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> I always just put, sit back and I'm like, all right. And, and it ends up not being that weird at all. No, but. It's basically a Shirley Temple. I picture some sort of weird Star Wars creature in the in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have three sprunches? <laughs> thank you thank you captain it's the guy from uh that <clears throat> jake lloyd was sold to uh, Watto? <laughs> he's working Watto's working behind the counter the, the space jew here's Watto? your yeah. here's your sprat would you like a sprat <laughs> all right um well, star trek ds9 they have hasper out maybe it's the same thing well it's like a sandwich so that doesn't count well thanks for bringing it up then sorry <laughs> But, right. Yeah, no. So we got Julie uh, Laurie. Julie Laurie, who in this in this version, she's she's hot. She's not bad. Very similar. She's very similar, and she's just it's the same, almost the same beat for beat moments. Only they didn't go all the way because it was going to happen. Nick was going to bang the shit out. Oh of her. yeah. And then dummy dummy retard comes in, and you immediately feel for him because he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't understand. And um, how do I? What was that? I don't know. I'm trying to find a way to put us on the side, but I can't. Oh, don't do that. I wanted to see the background. Yeah, well, it can't go smaller. No. That's yes, a problem. I got this. Oh, you, know, you can't. You can't. You can't go us this, on top on that side. This. Yeah, it's so weird. Not a lot of options, Streamyard. Come on. Thanks for nothing. I can kick. Thanks you. for nothing, technology. <laughs> All right. So sorry. Continue. Couldn't do this five years ago, but fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you for for fixing problems and making it easier. With your pretty good service. With your pretty good service is wonderfully <laughs> wonderfully handled by your company. And very intuitive. It's a, Fuck you. It's, it's very well done. It's a great signal every time. I can change the background on the fly like this. And yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Mama Abigail. Uh, next, so she tries to find. She has the dummy retard bit with, and she even calls him. She calls him a, a, a what does she Phoebe. call him? She calls him a feed sixty five yeah. times. Yeah, she doesn't go full retard, which I was like, eh, go full retard. She, she calls him a feeb. That. She calls him a feeb in the original. But yeah. Yeah, she doesn't say anything else. Yeah. And this one, he's pretty much not as bad as, like, the last one. This one's more believable to me. And that's why I really appreciate this guy's acting. Yeah. He's playing that, that simple autistic versus retard, but still pretty retarded. But he does such a good job. I, he's my favorite character. He's absolutely my favorite character of the whole show. And you're not laughing at him, like uh, no. In, in the original version, you're kind of laughing at him because he, yeah. You, I know, I knew that guy growing up from Evening Shade and stuff like that. Yeah. So I knew who he was. Or coach. Yeah. He's in coach. Coach. Yeah. Um, I got confused with Ozzy Davis. Um, but I knew that guy, so I knew that wasn't him. And this guy, I know it's not him. Yeah. But in the original, you're, so you're kind of just laughing because he's amusing and he's kind of the. I hate to say it, but he's kind of the there for laughs a lot. Like In the M O N that spells 
And this that version, spells Nick. And this version, like in the next episode, when he reads that note and it says run, he's like, M-O-O-N. And he's like sad. <laughs> he's like, I don't know how to read. I don't know what this says. I was like, oh, poor guy. Well, and what this does better when they send him off to Vegas in this episode, they don't have that really awkward, weird, hypnotizing scene where basically they make the retard say, you guys kicked me out because you didn't want me to get a woman pregnant and have more dumber retard kids. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like, why would you tell him that? Even if he got caught and interrogated, that would, like, prove flag right. Like, people would be saying that and be like, well, they're kind of fucked up. I'm kind of glad I'm over here in Vegas. Those guys sound awful. Let's bomb them. They sound awful. Like we talked about, the devil would be like, oh, my, they what? And they're, oh my God. And they're the good guys? Holy shit. My, my son, come here. I'm sorry. Oh, my. I treat retards. Murderers, Look, psychopaths, I, when, all the same. When you die, I I'm not taking you. Like yeah. you're, you're gonna go to heaven. I don't even want you. Holy it's shit, okay. son! Okay. I am I am sorry. That is just <laughs> cruel. You're special. You're automatically going up. That's it. That's all I gotta say about that. Don't pet the rabbits too hard, and you're good. Have fun here. You're good. And if you do, that's okay because we'll blame it on the guy that wrote Island of Doctor Monroe. <laughs> Damn right. That fucker, he's here for sure. And Gary Richard Sin- Stanley, Richard Stanley's here. And Gary Sinise will also show up and, and blow your brains out, though. Yes, I'm he sorry. does. Yes, <laughs> Johnny Malkovich. Oh wow, that was, that was killing. It's good time. Killing the guy, killing the the, the Big Bang Theory's wife. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I that's a, that's the connection there. I assume you're not talking about Jim Parsons' wife. No, the other guy, the the. Uh, he played Curly, and Jim Parsons is queer. <laughs> no, that's what that means. He's gay. Pride Bob. All right, so I, I had a problem with Julie Lowry because it's she. She's the exact same. She dresses in like the weird tutus and like she acts like a giant eight year old. And the uh, the irony is, she's so dumb that she's almost a feeb herself. Yes, and, maybe that's the irony of it. But the first one felt more cruel. It felt like she was more of a horrible person. And this one just she just kind of feels dumb. Like she, I think Yeah. This woman would thrive in that guy's trucker uh trucker sex box. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Um, I understand why they did it, but she, the reason why Julie Lowry was better in the original was we didn't see a lot of her. Whilst in this one, we get a lot of Julie Laurie. She's yeah. like the second fiddle or the third fiddle in the bad guy ranks. Yeah. Like she's all over it in the next episode. We'll talk about that. And she's kind of aggravating. She's kind of grating after a while. And it's like, I wouldn't fuck her. <laughs> she's, she doesn't stop talking. Well, it's like, oh my you God. You got to be. Like, Lloyd is fucked out of his mind. Like, apparently they don't have a problem uh, with drugs in this world because Lloyd is coked out of his mind. Yeah. Lloyd was having fun in the next one. We'll get to that, too, again. Yeah. We're, we're almost done with this, I think, because there's not much left uh, else left. Because it's basically, this is a slog of an episode. Again, nothing happened. It's just building up to Harold's going to make a bomb to kill everybody because Nadine is is doing everything but the vag. And that's happening right now. I wish they had a conversation where the flag was like, look, he can go in there. 
just pull out in the tummy or something? Like, no shooting loads up in there. I've had... I, I thought, no, no, bullshit. You're mine. I've had you since you were 12. <laughs> I've been saving you for that long. Damn. He's patient. Hey, he didn't fuck a 12-year-old. Kudos well, to the devil. If he do that, I guess it's good for him. Yeah. He's a nice guy. He'll take care of Tom, and he won't blow. Or won't fuck a 12-year-old. God, he's so fucking white bread. He's so boring. Um, I was surprised yeah. to find out Hemingford Home is literally a nursing home. <clears throat> that was yes. depressing. Because Well, yeah, because. The original, she's just on her own property. Yeah, she's 106. She, yeah, she cooks for herself. She's and in this one, she's sitting with dead people talking to them. I don't think I'm gonna come for you, Tiffany. George Lucas, I guarantee Sorry, in the book, it's the cornfield, the house in the cornfield. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, Stephen King definitely has a cornfield. Of course, yeah. he does. But here's my problem with this. It's because she's sitting there going, oh, nobody's coming for me. I got one more day of medication after that. That's it. And she's giving up until Nick and Tom show up. My my problem with that scene is it makes the dreams seem like beacons she's sending out for her own gain, her own help. For anybody, yeah. Like someone come find me. Yeah, it's not for anybody specifically. Yeah, it's not for the cause. It, it, It ruins all of that for me. Yeah, the original. She speaks selfish. to them directly, and she doesn't yeah. even know about the dreams. Like yeah. she has dreams on her own, and she's like, "How do you know I was here?" And like we had dreams of you. She's like, "Of me?" Like she has no fucking idea. Yeah, and I like that because it, yeah, in the end, it's not about her. She's just there as a vessel to to get God's message, which I can't believe I'm saying that positively, <laughs> but just wait till they walk to Vegas with no shoes on. <laughs> but in this one, it seems like. I need help. Dream, dream, yeah. save me. <laughs> save me, my dream, dream warriors. Well, I think that's the difference between now and 25 years ago is when we just live in a more selfish society now. And so that would be the, so that would be the expected thing. Oh, me, me, me. I'm the one who's putting this together. So yeah. I need to be it's like, well, no, sorry. She is whatever. a selfish bitch in this show. She's awful. I do not like Mother Abigail at all. In this, in this, in the next one too, she's just, comes off as a bitch and you're just like horrible bitch you're not you're not worth fighting for you're awful no they did that they made their decisions without telling me oh how dare they yeah it's like well you're the one who brought them together and then you're going to disappear too and take your walk of shame i guess that's what they're leading to because she gets prideful and maybe that's why they want to show her more of a bitch like i get yeah okay i'll give them the benefit of the doubt that's probably what they're doing they're making her more because in the original she kind of just Decides like, oh my god, I thought this wrong thing for a second, and I should be punished for it. Whereas this one, she's just a bitch. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not gonna be punished for it. And then, oh wait, I'm punished for it. But yeah, she just she believes her own shit too long in this version. It seems like, but yeah. So the spies are leaving. Um, Oh, Tom is, and then uh, Tom and Nick for some reason have matching jackets. I thought that was a bit weird and a bit ownershipy. Like when you it was. It's called love. <laughs> it's like when you dress your child as you. It's a little creepy. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Bye, bye, my dummy retard. <laughs> God I says am... you got to ride a bike. I got to ride a bike 565 miles to Vegas. Uh, the last scene of this, because I want to be done with this fucking thing, is Nadine and Harold. They're uh, going around at night while everyone's at, at this party. Larry's playing guitar. I forgot the fuck song he's playing. I don't care. Oh, he's playing. He's doing. Uh, um... 
Isn't he doing the, um, or is it the next episode? He's playing the national anthem. It's this one. Is it this one? Yeah. Was it national anthem? Okay. Because they're put, they're turning the power back on. He wasn't doing it behind over his head and. Well, he was Jimmy doing. Hendrix he was doing. <laughs> he was doing the Jimi Hendrix Woodstock uh, yeah. national anthem. That's what he was doing. Okay. Lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do that. Um, but no, he did not. Narrow, uh, they find the dynamite. And then or she, she's sitting there, and he's going to get something, and Nadine's looking at the stuff, trying to unload it. And then Teddy comes up from behind Fake her. Paul Rudd. Fake Paul Rudd shows up, and he's like, Hey, what you doing out here, Franny? Yeah. Oh, oh no, Marge. Oh, Franny, sorry. Oh, God. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, Nadine, what you doing, bro? <laughs> and uh, Harold steps out from the darkness, and he's like, Harold. Harold Lautner? He says like Ned Ryerson. Harold? <laughs> Harold Lautner? And he's like, oh, hey, we're just out here uh, looking for lights to turn off. And then Nadine shoots him in the chest, and that ended. And then he collapses into his arms, and he's like, run. Everyone says run. She, well, he, he thinks that Harold has nothing to do with it. Yeah. He's a trusting guy even to the end. And then he gets shot, and then Harold, which again... This should show you. Harold feels bad about that. He didn't yeah. want her to do. He didn't want that to happen, and that should be. Again, you're going back and forth with this Harold character. They shouldn't even have this character in it. I think the worst case scenario would they should have done if they wanted to do this to give Harold some kind of human quality before he goes full baddie. Why don't you just have fake Rob Lowe die in the explosion? Like he's just part, he's he's like uh, collateral damage, and Harold feels bad about that because that's not what his intention was, and which is when they escape when they leave on their on their mopeds, yeah, like in the original, and he sees flag and he he gets, you know kills him, he which, dies, which they've already done by the way. Do they do that already? Remember he's riding his bike and in the beginning his introduction when the bullies well, are the chasing first him. One? Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. Trying to remember. Yeah, and his bike flips up and he breaks it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I. I have, I'll be honest. I have zero emotion attached to this scene in this character. I don't give a no. fuck. No. Well, again, I don't care. Yeah. So they can't ruin it for me because I don't care already. So no. Do whatever they want at this point. I'm already off board. Like I. I these two. I, I'm officially don't give a fuck at this point. I'm yeah, like, be yeah. as bad. Now I want it to be as bad as possible so I can laugh at it. Because we've already jumped ship. Like, from, yeah, and, it's, from, and it's pretty boring. I was excited and, and, and then I jumped ship over yeah. here like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. And it, it, needs to get, it needs to get bad fast so that's funny. Or is this going to be boring and just get, just gonna get to the end? Th- just thankfully they're, they're 55 minutes each and it's done. As opposed to like being a two hour segment. It, it'll be, but at least I don't know. It, it's just—it's such a disappointment, and I—and and I'm so f- afraid. Trash can man is going to be the worst part of this whole thing. Oh God, they still haven't introduced him, have they? We still haven't gotten to Trash Can Man yet. Here's the good news: and, uh, the next two episodes are 57 minutes. After that, they go to 48 minutes. So <laughs> that's not—that's—that's that's okay. Yeah, that's good news. The last two are going to be shorter. I don't know. But uh, here's the thing, though. I guess in the book, Trash Can Man is accompanied by another character called The Kid. And The Kid makes him jerk him off. It what? makes Trash Can Man, like, abuses Trash Can Man. Stephen King. Can we sidebar? 
Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Come over here with us. How are we doing this? Every time? Who hurt Every you? fucking Who time. Who hurt you? What? Why? Why do you have to do this? Why? What is wrong with you? Are you just writing out your own fantasies? This is fucked up. Like, once yeah. or twice I get it, but it happens a lot. My my fantasies is all the cars come to life and they start attacking us. And here's the thing. When Dick just told me that, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't caught off guard. I wasn't horrified. I was just going, oh, I'm concerned about this writer. I'm not... So whatever you're hoping for here isn't happening. So just hopefully you stop this shit. I know this book was written a long time ago, but well, this was this was the extended <clears throat> one too. This was a character <clears throat> that he had in the extended version of the stand. Did he so just, just go back? You. Yeah, and insert this jerk off character. You know that's gonna happen. You know it's coming because they gotta pad that shit out and flag sends wolves to eat them. So Flag's going to be boring and send a boring pack of wolf to go eat this guy named the kid and <clears throat> save Trash Can Man, which is probably why he says, my life for yours, because <laughs> he saves his life. And that's uh, probably why he's like that. Whereas in the original version, we don't know why he says that, but in this version, we're going to know what? Flag saves Trash Can Man from this other character. So that means two episodes of just that shit happening. We'll make predictions after the next episode because we haven't seen anything after that. But yeah, yeah, it ends with Mother Abigail. Or no, I didn't give a shit about wrapping this up. Let's just be done. Done. I, I, I my brain just stopped working right there because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck at this point. And the next episode drove me fucking crazy. I hated the next yeah. episode. This one I gave this, a six. Yeah. It was boring, but I didn't hate it. There's some parts in this I really enjoyed. The Herald stuff I, was fun. And um, Julie Laurie was fun for for a minute, I, and then it went on way too long. I like Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear's fucking awesome. I like Greg Kinnear as this character. I think he's great. I think he's a good choice. I would say if you like Greg Kinnear and you like his characters and stuff, go watch Autofocus. Yeah, he, he's fucking phenomenal in that movie. Yeah. Um, what do you want to give this though out of ten? A f- a five. Okay, I was debating five. Yeah, it's a five. Just... But I did like a lot of the scenes. Like I like the way they did the committee meetings and stuff. Um, yeah, it was fine. I did. Well, I did, and I did like the fact that they got rid of the subplot of them hypnotizing the retard. Yeah, they so made some a little bit made some good choices. And... Mother Abigail's yeah. a cunt, though. Yeah, she comes off just terrible. Maybe I should go down to five just because of the Mother Abigail Hemingford home bullshit. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah. leave it at six. I don't give a shit. I want to be out out of here. That's fine. LAWstudios.com, Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube if you listen to the podcast. If you're on the live show, we're going to go right into the next episode here in a minute. But check out all the other shows. Um, Tuesday nights are Twilight Zone. Wednesday nights are Anthology Series. And then either John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, or Nick Cage movie. Can you tell I've done this a thousand times? Yeah. All right. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick it. So long, citizens. So long, the House of the Dead. Thankfully, I never have to watch you again. I watched... I'm going to burn this uh, stick, this memory stick. I, I've watched the original version 20 plus times. This version, yeah. I never want to watch again. I don't ever yeah. want to watch it. It hurt me. <clears throat>